Hello everybody, Mike Stokes, Wildlife. Today I'd like to talk about the, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly with teachers, gurus, people you admire, and authority figures. Um, so, it's not so prevalent in the West, um, it's very prevalent in the East, um, but we do all let ourselves be influenced by those people that we respect and admire. So, for example, um, let's say, uh, well, I'll just give you a story. So there's a great story about a, a Qigong master, and that Qigong master had this funny way of lifting his left leg. And he was teaching all of his students. And in China, you, didn't, you never really revealed your technique. You just sort of told people, you showed people what to do. And then uh, all the students did it, and they all kind of, they, they gained a bunch of mastery. They had, you know, incredible presence and focus, and, you know, their upper body was working really well. But, but for some of them, their hips didn't feel right. You know, there was something that, that was kind of not working. And, and most people just ignored it because it was what their guru said to do, what their teacher said to do. And their teacher was so awesome, they just accepted it. Uh, so, as the story goes, one of the students is of that sort of contrary, that questioning nature, and uh, went to the teacher and was, was, you know, just up front and really in private quarters said to him, you know, why do we do this thing with our left leg? And the teacher just looked at him blankly and said, well, do it however you need to do it. My left leg is right, it was longer than my right. And, and you know, it's kind of silly because you'd think like a good teacher would actually tell you that. But, for the most part, your teachers don't know their flaws. They don't know the subconscious detriment that they're doing to you. So, for example, you may have a teacher who's incredibly effective in wellness and health and happiness, but has an incredible eagle, ego and sort of leaves a trail of broken relationships. So, if you emulate them 100% and you don't, at, at some point, separate out and question and find your own path, you're going to do the exact same stuff. I had a very interesting experience back when I was um, doing a lot of courses. Um, and I had a coach. And the coach at that time, he's now since passed away because, it's very interesting, I'll, I'll share that later, but um, I was in a store and I realized I felt this power in my belly. And I'd never felt it before. And there was this woman that I was in a yoga class with and she always felt really dominating to me and, and always felt sort of uh, a little less than when I left her presence. I felt like she somehow had, you know, zapped the life out of me. And so I saw her and all of a sudden this sort of warm feeling in my belly happened. And she started talking to me in the same way that she was already talking to me. And then, and I was just kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm doing my thing. And she started getting really mad. And I was just kind of miffed. I'm like, why are you getting so mad? And she's like, you're, you're being a dick. And I really wasn't saying anything. Uh, but I noticed this fire in my belly. And I just was, I just kind of, she did, and she just walked off in a huff. And then I walked out of that store and I realized that that fire, I'd been working super closely with my coach and I'd been working for him. I'd been sort of at his house. I'd been doing all the things that you do in a very tight coaching, teaching relationship. I realized that his approach to life had literally got in my body. And I literally was feeling this power. It was a power in my belly that I had never felt before. And to be honest with you, I've never felt since. But at that same moment, I, I got scared because I realized that there was something about his power that didn't feel 
right to me. It felt like it was somehow damaging, either to me or to others. And so that was really the beginning of the end of our coaching relationship. And it literally took me um, probably a month, and then I left for 10 days to do a Vipassana meditation retreat. And during that whole retreat, I was constantly sort of letting go. Um, I was constantly letting go of this relationship. If you've ever been entangled, you know, even if you've been entangled in a romantic relationship or another relationship that was very difficult to let go, <clears throat> um, you'll know what I'm talking about. It, you, get, you get stuck in it. All your mind matter is completely revolving how you interact with them. So after the 10-day retreat of consciously separate, pulling him out of my mind, pulling him out of my body, pulling him out of my body, then I was able to quit and to sever the coaching relationship. Now, an interesting thing happened about six years later. He died of cancer in that exact same spot. Maybe that's coincidence. I don't know. I felt that abnormal. He had a tumor that the size of the energy ball that I felt in that exact same spot. I felt that maybe it's, you know, it's not scientifically provable. It's anecdotal, but um, it was enough for me. You know, I, I love science, but I'm not going to wait for a scientific study to prove something that experientially feels, um, that experientially I've tested with a little bit of my own anecdotal evidence. I'm going to try to keep my mind as logical as possible, and then I'm going to go with that information. So the point is, and 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 and, and the, what are the ways that you can test your own personal exploration? This is what all spiritual leaders have done, the good ones throughout time, the Buddha and all the others. They test themselves. They're constantly testing themselves. Test what you're experiencing. And then go out and study other people's experience and see if it jives with that. And when I went out and studied this particular phenomenon of gurus and teachers and authority figures passing on negative traits to their students, it was everywhere. Super common phenomenon. Um, but it's not really, nobody teaches it. And I think nobody teaches it because too many of the teachers have a vested interest in keeping their students. So they don't want, to, they don't want to, their students to know that there's a point at which they should leave. Um, it's like a bad psychologist. A bad psychologist wants you to do therapy forever. A good psychologist wants you in and out of there as quickly as possible, once they've given you all that they can give you. Okay. Um, so that's it. Uh, I think the other thing that's important to... It's not quite it. The other thing that's important to remember is that anyone that you admire, anyone that you put on a pedestal, anyone that... Um, you think is better than you in any way, more effective, you're going to give them some power over you. So it's super important to be checking, you know, look at them with open eyes. You know, the most unhealthy relationships are when people put the other person on a pedestal for one reason or another. And both sides live in this totally sick, boundary, weird relationship where things go wrong and one person is abused and the other person is enabled. So the same thing happens everywhere in life. Oh, battery's gone. Okay, so that's it for this video. Thank you all for watching and subscribe to the channel below. Um, watch other videos if this was helpful. Um, I got more stuff and have a great day.